Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. Welcome, everybody. Glad that you're here today. Another day on the radio, another blessed day to just be with everyone today. Absolutely. And I got the honor and privilege of bringing you another message this week, except Mm -hmm. this time I'm with my wonderful wife, Jen. Yes. And this message, uh, this is going to be kind of part two of this little mini series we're in in the month of February. You know, February, it's kind of kind of has that. It's it's you know, it's the love month, and so mm-hmm. we're we're talking about relationships. We're talking about kingdom marriage, and uh, so we're in the, uh, this little series, kingdom marriage. This is part two with Pastor Luke and his wife Jen, and this message is going to be really really good. You guys are going to want to tune in uh, for every single day this week. Uh, you're not going to want to miss a single day because this is going to be an awesome message. Um, and so make sure you guys are tuning in, you're listening. Uh, we're going to get into it here throughout the week. And what I love about having both you and Jen on the radio this week, Pastor Luke, is that you guys bring really both sides a lot to to this conversation, to this message. It's not just hearing from the wife or from the husband. It's hearing from both of you guys up there together. And it's just super, super cool to get to, to listen to and be a part of and learn from this week. It's so important, if you ask me, to get the... The female side. Absolutely. 100%. And I love the perspective that she brings to this message. There's some things that just girls can say to girls. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it, it's, um, it's got a lot of authority to it. It feels like it's got a lot of weight to it. It comes with experience. It, it, it comes with more. Mm-hmm. It comes with more. And yeah. I think it's well received too. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy the message this week. Absolutely. Let's get to it. Thank you so much. All right, church, take your seats. Take your seats. I got the wife finally with me today. Yay! Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You did a great job though last week. I watched live stream and it was a great, it was a great word. Thank you. And even though we wrote it together and I knew what you were going to preach, God was speaking to me last week. So it was Amen. a great word. So honored Amen. to be here today. Amen. Amen. I think it'll be a little less awkward today with the jokes. Oh. You know, she said something to me about my jokes. She says they are, um, people don't know if they should laugh or be offended. And so they stand and they sit in silence for the first one. And then when I say, you can laugh, then it kind of feels like you can laugh. There's more of those today, folks, okay? So, brace yourself. Brace, brace yourself. yourself. <laughs> it's going to get a little awkward, but and just I'll, laugh I'll a little bit. I'll feel the awkwardness right along with you mm-hmm. as he reads them. We'll and just got, look at each other. I got a we'll great joke right off the bat. I got a verse to guarantee a husband to give their life to Jesus. Sometimes people don't give their lives to Jesus because... They don't fully understand everything maybe in the Bible. They don't know who God is very much. But then you read a husband this verse in the Bible, and they give their, they'll give their lives to Jesus. Ephesians 5.22. Husband, for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. You can laugh. You can laugh because that's the verse that breaks the ice <laughs> for all husbands. You know, the word submit. It's an interesting word. When I was in college, I took this class my senior year. It was a, it was a writing love, 400 level writing class. And we went to the first day of class. 
And for one hour, the professor explained to us what we're going to be doing this semester. And he said, to my surprise, this is the only time we're going to meet. This is it. I was like, whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> Never had a class like this before. And he began to explain to us, you just need to write your 40-page research paper, and before the semester is over, turn it in to me in my office. And if, it, if you followed all the syllabus guidelines and did everything that I'm asking you to do, you'll get your A. And all you got, that's it. That's all you got to do. So he dismissed us after explaining to us for about an hour what this paper will look like and how we'll do it. And that was it. We left. And so for the next few months, I wrote page after page, footnote after footnote, recorded bibliography after bibliography, met all the requirements. And the last week of school, I put that, I printed that 40-page paper off. I so clean, crisp, so I'm so proud of my work. I slipped it into my book bag, perfectly crisp and clean with a staple at the top left corner, walked to that professor's office, and I submitted my paper. All I had to do was submit that paper to get my A. It was, I, I had already done all the work, but if I just, all I had to do was say, here you go. That's submission. It's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle of Give it. That word submit simply means give. Okay? And so sometimes when we, when we preach messages on marriage and, and we read verses like, wives, submit to your husbands, they, they, it's kind of cringy. It's kind of off-putting. It, it, a wall goes up, and you get, a, you get a little even offended at it at times. But we're going to talk a little bit about this today. But really, the word submission is the key to a spirit-filled Christian lifestyle. Yeah. Because you gave your life to Jesus, I wrote this down. You, you give yourself in worship. You did that today. You give yourself to prayer. You give yourself to fasting. It's a lifestyle of giving. And so you're living currently a lifestyle of submission, of giving. All you had to do is just submit that paper. All I had to do. And when he told me, submit your paper to me before the semester is over, I didn't get offended. I said, okay, I could do that. I can do that. All I got to do is just kind of hand it on over. And I would say the secret, and we'll talk about this more to this morning, the secret of marriage. Here we go. You ready? Ever been to a restaurant and you're like, what is in this thing that makes it taste so good? And they tell you it's a secret and you wish you knew. You ready for the secret ingredient? The secret to a wonderful kingdom marriage is spirit-filled yeah. living. Yeah. A spirit-filled living yeah. kind of life. Because if you're living the spirit-filled life, yeah. then you're, you're given. Mm -hmm. You give yourself to Jesus. You give yourself. And we just kind of, you just kind of give yourself to one another, don't you? You, you submit mm -hmm. to one another, mm -hmm. don't you? As we continue this message, the title of it, if you're taking notes, is Kingdom Marriage. And you think, wow, I want a kingdom marriage. I want God's kingdom to be advanced through this relationship, through our family. We've heard it said before, and the same is true. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Mm -hmm. 
It takes going back to God's original design, looking at his word. God, what do you say about marriage? God, how have you established this relationship? What do you want me to do as a husband, as a wife? God, how can we be obedient? And so we're just going to go to the basics today. And it already comes from that passage that Pastor Luke mentioned about husbands, love your wives, and wives, respect your husbands. And so I'm going to dive into this just a little bit and talk about this command, as you mentioned last word, uh, last week, the must of respect. And sometimes, again, you as a woman or as a wife, you hear that word respect. And if you aren't maybe totally yielded to the Lord, or if that's a new teaching or concept to you, kind of cringe or kind of resist of oh, respect, what does that mean? Well, let's talk about what respect means. If I'm going to respect my husband, I'm going to esteem him. I have a high regard for him. I have a high opinion of him. Do you? I have a very high opinion of you. Yes, I respect you. I admire. Awesome. I am considerate of him. I'm attentive to him. That's what God is asking us to do as wives in the marriage relationship. And the reason that God tells us women to do that is because as we respect and obey God's uh, command to do that, what we're doing is we are speaking into his greatest need. The greatest need of a man is to be respected. For women, our greatest need, I need to be loved. And out of that love, I feel safe. I feel protected. I feel cared for. It's a heart need. But for men, it's different. God designed them with the need to be respected, to be esteemed, to be honored, to, to be given high regard, to have a high opinion of respect. You know, I was thinking back in our early years of marriage when I was a full-time teacher and I was working all day with small children. And as you work with kids or if you're, you know, a parent at home with kids, you know there's a certain way of communicating with kids. You kind of get down on their level and, you know, you have a certain demeanor and way where you converse with them and talk to them. Well, I would be in that space all day and then I'd come home and sometimes I would talk to my husband that way. Not intentionally. You want a little cracker? Well, not like that. <laughs> Need a cookie? <laughs> Maybe. No. I'm just and he, he would look at me and he'd say, stop talking to me like I'm one of your students. Yeah. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't something that I was doing. Yes, on it was. <laughs> I repent. I'm sorry. I yield. Just joking. And so even unintentionally, this can come out. Uh, in a marriage relationship where maybe we don't realize the way that we're talking to our spouse comes across disrespectfully, but to have the kind of relationship and open communication where husband can look at you and say, hey, 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 <laughs> I'm not feeling respected. Don't talk to me the way that you talk to our children or, you know, in that workplace, the way that you're used to. It's so important to give your man some respect. And Absolutely. That's yeah. what Jen is talking about here. I think about um, how we treat people differently, mm -hmm. and actually the Bible even honors that. You know, we we worship Jesus, yeah, and but we don't worship other things, right? You know, we treat people <laughs> differently. There's different levels of respect as you go. Yeah, I treat my children differently than how I treat my spouse. Right? I, you know, I treat my parents differently than how I treat my spouse. So I speak, I treat my friends differently than how I treat my children. There's all these levels of respect as we go along, and I would dare say to you that that's very biblical. Yeah. And the even our world honors this. 
Absolutely. It really does. And what I'm, I'll even give you a perfect example. If I go outside in my driveway and I squish an ant, nobody cares. Right. If I go outside <laughs> and I shoot my neighbor's dog, <clears throat> well. There might be some consequences for that. Yep. But what's the difference between a dog and an ant? They're both living creatures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Here we go. We're getting somewhere, right? Right. What if I go and I assault my neighbor? I and I, I'm yeah. going to get in trouble. What if I assault the president of the United States? Yeah. I'm in even more trouble. <laughs> even more trouble. Yeah. You see, the law changes depending on the value of a human. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It really does. And God actually honors that too. Right. And I would say that you, you should honor. You definitely should honor and value your spouse more than other things. Absolutely. More than your children, more than your friends, more than your parents. Mm-hmm. Never, never more than God, though. Right. But yeah, your spouse gets a level of honor that's different than everybody else. Are you living like that? Are you talking to them like that? Are you treating them like that? That's a great question for all of us this morning. Yeah, it's a great question. And I love that you you ask that question at the end. Are you treating them like that? Because I think it's one thing, Pastor Luke, to go in uh, and tell your spouse, hey, I just want to respect you and honor you. But it's a totally different thing to actually live it out practically and show them that I respect you. I honor you. I bring you uh, a level of respect and honor and love that I'm not giving to anybody else. And so there's lots of even practical things that you can do just to show your spouse that you care for them, love them, and respect them differently than you do with other people. Mm-hmm. And so you got to actually, you got to put the work in. You can't just say it yeah. and then not live it out. Yeah. Right? You, you got to actually start living like you honor them, like you respect them, like you're going to put them above other things. You should. And, and, and that's something that, that's super important. Yeah, I agree. You should put them above other things. Never above God. <laughs> right. But it should be above almost everything <laughs> else. Everything else. Yeah. Right? And, and, and that even means sometimes, uh, a lot of times, your own desires. Yeah. Put them above that as well. And, and I think if, if we can start to do that, just bring this little aspect in, it'll add a great value to our marriages. It really will. We'll be right back here, everybody, tomorrow morning. Morning. Walking in his word. Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find more information at our website, cornerstonehighland.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We'd love to see you at church one day. Please do not be a stranger.